Hi, everyone. It's Joey Remini from seekingbalance.com.au. My next question is tinnitus. How do I listen to my body? Um, it's a pretty rich and deep question. And at, at face value, value, we can say listening to the body is something that you're already doing, so not to complicate it. And it is as simple as I feel cold, therefore I might grab a blanket or a, or a sweatshirt or a jumper or a jacket. Or it could be I really feel I need to go to the toilet it could be I'm really feeling my body tell me that I'm hungry. So at some level, we're all doing this. We're listening to those interoception bodily cues on the inside, and it's helping us develop actions about what we should do in response to what our body's telling us and how our body's experiencing the world. As we continue body scanning, as we enter the Rocksteady program and we start to become more nuanced and we deepen our relationship with ourselves, there's that invitation to also look at our emotional world our thought patterns, our fears. There's lots of journaling exercises. So beyond body scanning of the physical body and sensations, there's also listening to the emotional and mental and spiritual landscape which you're digesting and experiencing. And my biggest encouragement would be trust yourself. Like even this question of how do I listen to my body, maybe the body's looking for that reassurance. Like I'm just sort of experimenting in real time here. But the fact that that question's coming up, you can actually notice that and say, okay, there seems to be a lack of confidence that I can't, or I'm telling myself I can't listen to my body. And maybe that is something for you to um, lean into, be compassionate towards, be kind, and look for ways you can build that trust up between you and your body. So <clears throat> we want to have lots of opportunities of going, okay, body, I'm, I'm really feeling that you feel a lack of confidence, that you're feeling that you're not sure how to access the inner wisdom and respond to the body and listen to the body. Um, and I'm actually listening to you right now, body, in that worry. And I want to let you know that we've got this. I'm with you. I'm hearing you. And if there are lots and lots of disorganized thoughts and worries, do your journaling, do your tapping, help to really organize that space and clear what's really going on and the fundamental statements or beliefs that might be driving a lot of it. And it's not that we want to get rid of it. We just really want to create space for it and be compassionate and be loving. The body and the mind want to work together as a team. So it's not, I, I'm not in any way, shape or form recommending sort of cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT where we can, the therapist can be um, encouraging you to argue with yourself or to fight against the thoughts. Like, of course you understand, of course you listen to your body. You know, I've got all this evidence against, so we're not doing that. We're bringing compassionate awareness to that particular pattern of worry that I feel that I'm not very good at listening to my body and we want to um, find ways to build up our trust but also just to hold space for that icky feeling so when we feel vulnerable and not good enough that's the body's way of saying I want support and compassion I want someone to hold me and more often than not as adults we'll be holding ourselves occasionally we might be in a position to go and ask for a cuddle to speak to a therapist or a loved one or a friend and to get that beautiful witnessing and holding. In the Rock City program, we have our monthly grief and soul tending circle for this space of being witnessed and held to be authentic, to take our masks off. And also in the live Q&A calls, there's opportunity to be heard and seen and held and understood. But for the most part, we'll be doing that for ourselves. So literally just understanding that when I feel vulnerable in my body and at some level I feel like I'm not good enough or I wish I was better, or I feel like I'm failing at life, the body is actually saying, please, I need reassurance, I need comfort, I need compassion. And literally that 
is listening to the body. So it's not about changing the worries. It's not about getting rid of the beliefs or fears. It's about seeing them with non-judgment, with non-bias, with loving kindness, and really bringing that compassion into hold space for yourself. So there's a vulnerability seeking support. That's a pattern that all humans experience. When I feel vulnerable, my body wants reassurance and support. And once we get really good at identifying, okay, I'm vulnerable right now. I need I need self-compassion, reassurance and support. We can have all those tools from the Rocksteady program to bring that compassion, kindness and support. So, so we've got our other common interoception and emotional uh, landscapes. So um, we've got our contentment feelings and that's when we're not growing, we're not trying to get better, we're not trying to earn anything, we're just content as we are here and now and we're just feeling the yummy, warm, fuzzy presence. And what that information is telling us as we feel those contented feelings in our body and there's many different ones, you know, possibly groundedness, centeredness, calm, they all fall into this contentedness style of embodied experience that's the body just saying let's stay here let's not change anything let's just stay with this contented sensation and breathe here and bring our focus here and enjoy it because you know what at some point it's going to end and you know something in life's going to happen and this contented experience is going to be finite because everything is changing so contentedness is telling us stay vulnerability is saying i need reassurance support and compassion then we've got things like anger hurt, feeling mad, feeling rage, those kind of big embodied feelings, probably also frustration and anxiety. That's probably saying my boundaries feel violated. I feel unsafe. This feels uncertain and unpredictable. I feel like I'm powerless in this moment. And so we're looking for more predictability. We're looking for more certainty. We're wanting to speak up and reclaim our power. So when we're feeling frustrated, anxious, fearful, or angry, you know, it can manifest in different ways. But these are all internal interoceptive body states that we're sensing and feeling, you know, our stomach might nod over, our muscles might tighten, our heart starts pounding, and we're angry or frustrated. The body is saying, hey, we need to speak up, somebody is violating us, I am starting to feel that my power is being abused, this does, this is not okay with me. And so as we learn to listen to that instead of internalize it and feel ashamed and silence ourselves, as we learn to listen to the body and speak up and say, actually, this is not okay with me. This might be okay. Here's my boundary, but this is not okay. And we're teaching the world how to treat us. And that is something we will always be needing to do in life. Teach the world how to treat us. This is okay with me. This is not okay with me. So we're learning to read those internal messages of the body. So we've got vulnerability. I want reassurance, support, compassion. We've got contented feelings, grounded, centered, calm, etc. That's let's just stay here. The action is just let's just stay. We don't need to change anything. We don't need to run off and chase anything. And we don't need to run away from anything. So just having that beautiful awareness of, okay, body, I'm going to stay put. And then when we've got some of those angry, mad, frustrated, afraid feelings, it can be a violation of our boundaries and we're seeking to speak up and create a level of predictability and certainty. And if we can't do that on our own in that moment, we might even go out and seek supports, whether that's legal support, professional support, talk to a friend. Um, But we're taking that action and we're actively listening to the body. We're motivated to act. Um, I'm not going to be able to cover 
every emotional landscape and every action, but you can see that there are patterns, there are general patterns um, that as humans we're, we're exploring, we're experiencing and we're learning to respond to. Um, so I hope that's answered your question, but keep going through the Rocksteady program. Keep body scanning because it is so, so powerful. Um, just want to see here. Yeah, so it's really, the, as we body scan, we just get connected to more felt sense and also the the mental, emotional landscape. So the more familiar we are with ourselves, the more detail we can see and the more we can quickly and effectively respond instead of getting caught up into rumination and regurgitation sort of unhelpful habits. And also we could get caught up in fight, flight, freeze, fawn, stress responses, which are protective and defence mechanisms there sometimes very useful, but when we're actually safe and there is no life-threatening situation, it's more productive to just go, okay, what am I sensing and feeling and what can I do about it? What what feels authentic? Um, so, yeah, the only other one I haven't discussed is when we do feel very uplifting, happy, uh, striving emotions, that's when the body's saying more, 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 you know, and that's that sort of growth feeling that I want to play more tennis. I want to have more of these rich conversations. I want to study more or read more. Whereas the contented ones are more, let's just stay here and not do more. Let's just chill out and be with it. So I hope that's been useful. So keep sticking with the process of Rocksteady. And I would say if you're having these ongoing doubts that I can't listen to my body, maybe start journaling on it or tapping on it or just body scanning more frequently with your spotlight on what's my action here. As I listen and feel to my body, how can I then lovingly respond? Which brings us to module six, which is poker, pause, observe, choose, respond, um, choose and act. And that gives you that sort of methodology to build your confidence in understanding, okay, yes, I can listen to my body. I've got this. Um, and how that all works in with tinnitus, I suppose, is our tinnitus sensations are something that we can body scan and we can respond to. But keeping in mind that as we're body scanning, we're not focusing on tinnitus. Tinnitus might be one, like, like, like let's say for argument's sake, there's a million different data points for us to scan from through touch, temperature, uh, pressure, location. Then there's all the emotional data points. There's all the thoughts and mental patterns. And there's all of the beliefs and spirituality. So let's say there's a million different data points for our brain to experience and organize in a body scan. Tinnitus is one data point. So it's not taking up a lot of our time as we body scan. So I think that's also just something really useful to come back to. It's a tiny, tiny little part of our overall experience. So if you want to learn more, visit seekingbalance.com.au.